0: everybody, David Heavener here. Welcome to Underground. Boy, have we been attacked. Boy, have we been. You see, what happens, you start exposing demons, the dirty devils that they are, and you start dissecting them, and you start uh, revealing the truth. They come against you with the the pits of hell, right? So I'm praying we get knocked off the air. Uh, We have trolls coming in, Uh, basically little demons coming in doing their their acts of uh, demonic warfare. But you know what? God, we're on God's side. God is on our side. He takes care of his people. So I just want to thank you for being here. Uh, What are we talking about? We're talking about uh, we're talking about decoding devils, uh, dissecting these demons, understanding more. Now, I've got um, I have my guest with me, uh, Samson. Uh, Samson, you there, buddy?
1: Yes, sir. I'm right here.
0: So you were talking, before we went on the air, we were talking about um, you guys getting attacked on your show, and you were talking about, uh, uh, and I can't remember details, but you said that they they operated through a certain system. What was that? EMF? Um,
1: yeah, yeah. So electromagnetic field, basically everything electronic that we utilize, even the power of the sun runs on the EMF frequency. And uh, for a short period of time, uh, I ran a very, before I came into my walk, I ran a very uh, prominent uh, paranormal group in the Midwest. And you wouldn't believe the abilities that you can have to tap into EMF fields um, and and track ghosts or, you know, ghosts. I'm I'm saying in parentheses, right? We we know what they are. They're demonic principalities. Um, But, uh, you know talk to them through uh, electromagnetic fields and, you know, through uh, voice recordings and all kinds of stuff, they have the ability to clearly manipulate this stuff. And they do frequently, even Nikola Tesla and Edison, both created spirit machines. When you're talking about the scientists, the leading scientists of, of the early, you know, 1900s, these guys were creating devices to connect, communicate with spirits. So they clearly can mess with all of this equipment and mess with these things. That's why they're called, you know, Satan is the prince of the power of the air. (laughs) You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: right. Exactly. Uh, electromagnetic fields. Now that sounds scientific to me. However, it's really spiritual. So, are you saying that this paranormal world that you are in, these are actually real demons that operate in this world of electronic uh, uh, magnetic fields?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And and you know, it's, it, it's it's a scary thing because you know it seems that that the the, the environment we live in is cyclical in nature. And if you look at the early 1920s, uh, the paranormal community blew up and now we're we're into this 2020s and the paranormal community will mark my words. It's coming back. It's, it's becoming a very popular thing. People want spirituality. And since the church is not giving it to them, they're yeah. going to the secular world or into spiritualism. And there's yeah. going to be an explosion of this, yeah. this communicating with the dead happening again. And we have the technology to do it now.
0: Yeah, well, they want it. See, they don't want the truth, though. See, they want the sensationalism. And really, their father is the devil because uh, uh, they'll go all the way with you until you talk about there's only one way to the father, and that's the son. Uh, But I know what you're saying. You're saying the church is not stepping up to the plate, dealing with demonic warfare. So at least they're going somewhere, right? Um, The church could be, when I say the church, I mean uh, the church system, which is corrupt could be recruiting some of these people, uh, but they can't because they're corrupt. Um, So therefore, what I think I hear you saying is in these last days, because scripture talks about this, there's gonna be lying signs and wonders from Satan, and people are gonna think it's God doing all these things, right? Uh, Paranormal world's gonna explode. You're gonna have shows on it. It's just gonna be crazy. I'm asked to do shows sometimes Uh, Samson that I I won't do it because it's paranormal shows and um, that's not what I who I am they they would be uncomfortable me talking about the blood of Jesus Uh, you know they want to talk about ghosts they want to talk about sensationalism Uh, so so let me ask you this you were in this world of the paranormal um, but you were a Christian right
1: yeah I was raised a Christian um, but you know I had my prodigal son son moments And uh, so, you know, I I went into this because I wanted to prove I was raised in a a family that, you know, you know, my mom, she, she wanted me to tell you hi, by the way,
0: (laughs) tell her hi. She's what a sweetheart. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But she, my, my parents worked in the deliverance ministry. And so I really wanted to test and see all these people were going out and being a part of these paranormal groups. And they were, they were delving into this stuff. And I was told that it was you're not supposed to communicate with the dead you're not supposed to be doing these things right and so I wanted to I wanted to prove to myself I'm kind of one of those I need to test it out right and I wanted to prove myself that these weren't this wasn't grandma you were talking to this wasn't little timmy that you were talking to these were these were these these beings that were left over who leached on to Grandma and Tim, Timmy or whatever or knew everything about them because they were in the vicinity of them and they pretend to be them so they you you they come home with you Mm-hmm. And you know that's that's you know you you're welcoming to a little kid, right? We believe in in our Christian walk that kids are innocent, and they're not going to you know wander the earth aimlessly, right? But mm-hmm. there are beings out there who can pretend to be little Timmy, who mm-hmm. want to you know they they just want a friend, right? And then you you go, hey, come, you can come home with me, and and they do. I saw yeah. a lot of people uh, get deeply oppressed and some possessed being yeah. in the in the paranormal community.
0: Yeah, so 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 th- what it is, see the people are set out with with itch, itching ears they you know they want to talk to grandma right uh you know or to little timmy right so the demon knows that so the demon comes masquerades as grandma right little timmy gives the person some information oh you're going to do this you're going to do that so and then all of a sudden that person gets led down a rabbit hole right to so that person ends up uh because it's all mastermind by satan who wants to destroy that person ultimately correct so the the person's headed for destruction now let me ask you this question um when you would detect these spirits okay which have like a little geiger thing a little box and you know yeah
1: there were there were different uh tools that you can utilize and they they the the tools i mean in the last 20 years have drastically increased as well you can get things that that only see in uv um, Mm -hmm. and see outside of the eye spectrum um you can get devices that pick up motion detection um, which you know and you these things would come on as something you know we couldn't see would walk in front of it um or we we had what was called a ghost box and yeah. this is something that i would i would akin to a virtual ouija board so uh-huh. i do recommend but what it does it takes it's a little radio and you you kind of hack it so all it does is scan through and create white noise and these things will cuss at you you know when you're talking to them they'll answer you direct questions but uh-huh. they never talk about jesus they never talk about why they're there um and they they a lot of times what confused me the most in the paranormal community be talking these things and they'd be like leave you know, uh, yeah. uh, I, you know, and they would act like they were in pain. And I, yeah. I didn't understand that until I understood the power and authority that, you know, I already had, it was causing them pain. Um, I just wasn't walking to, to, mm-hmm. to in that authority. But yeah. then just like, you know, just like the, the demons uh, of the legion came up to Jesus and said, why are you here? Why do you torment us? Jesus didn't mm-hmm. torment him. He just walked in their presence. Yeah. But these demonic yeah. entities can't stand to have someone who has light around them it, it you know there's no place for shadows to hide in the light and I, yeah. it really made sense as as my walk progressed that mm-hmm. they didn't like me being there <laughs> yeah i wasn't yeah. supposed to be there uh,
0: right and i want to take it one step further i was asked to do a show i won't mention the name of the show it was on a, a a network and i can't remember the network but it was a paranormal show and uh they interviewed two or three people and they asked me to actually come down to where they were doing this um i'm gonna call it a demon hunt right and uh it was it happened to be at an old mental hospital and um before i went in and this was just about three years ago um i just finished an interview with russ Dizdar. by the way we were talking about the demons have names so before i went in samson and i didn't know what i was doing because i wasn't quite sure what all this was about exactly but in the name of Jesus, I cast every evil spirit out. You have, you have no right to speak. You are paralyzed in the name of Christ. It's happening now. So I, I did that. <laughs> we went in there, and they turned the cameras on. And they said, okay, now, let's, let's I want to get, you, David, your opinion of what you're hearing here. It was silent. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. The guys looked at each other, two brothers. I think they are brothers. They they looked at the camera, looked at me, like, what what do we do? What do we do? Just, I just go with it. Well, you must have scared them off, Heaven or you scared them off, didn't you? And I said, you better believe Jesus Christ scared them off, you know. <laughs> but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is you can cast these suckers out, right? This paranormal stuff, you can cleanse it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't play with uh, ghosts or demons anymore. It's it's usually right. if I'm if I'm heading there, um, we're going to fix the problem and we're going to close the doors. You're not going to be coming back. And yeah. You know, that's, that's what we do. Uh, it used, you yeah. know, when, you, when these people, they're they're fix for it is to burn some sage.
0: Yeah. And if, yeah. if you
1: study anything about ancient demons or any, or, you know, ancient gods, you're burning an offering. It's an appeasement offering. All you're uh-huh. doing is keeping them, them happy for a short period of time. But those appeasements need to be uh, progressively bigger to keep them yeah. a- at bay. And, and that goes yeah. all the way into sacrifice and stuff. Like yeah. that. You have to start giving up something from yourself to keep them appeased.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to bring on Dr. Mike Spaulding. Dr. Mike, are you in the, are you in the, uh, in the building? David,
2: I am. <laughs> okay.
0: I want to go back to this, uh, casting out demons. Um, you know, you and I lost a dear friend, Russ Dizdar, who we called him a general when it came to, uh, demonic warfare, but, um, we he's the first that he would be the first to tell you and i'm sure you would too that you do nothing ex- unless it's in the name of christ right um yeah so that's ba- absolutely right so basic someone that's dealing with demonic activity that is going to encounter a demon what's the number one thing you can tell them that they need to do in other words they've got mary has demonic activity in her house there's she's being attacked by demons what's the first thing they need to do i mean they're assuming they're a believer yeah yeah that
2: so i, w- I was going to give that uh, admonition assuming they're a believer uh, then the first thing that they need to do is call on the name of jesus see there's power in the name of christ and those of us who who know christ by faith because we've been washed clean by the blood, it's the blood of jesus that gives us power in his name uh, so forgiveness through the blood gives us the authority and the right to use the name of Jesus. I, I'm thinking right now of a, of a passage in the scriptures where um, the exorcists were, were trying to cast out demons, and, and they responded back, hey, listen, we know Jesus and we know Paul, but who in the world are you? Well, right. they, they weren't under the blood. They 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 had not they don't didn't know Christ by faith. And so they had no authority <laughs> to be using the name of Jesus That's Right, got a tar beat out of them.
0: Yeah, and you just mentioned something they weren't under the blood now I want you went exactly where I wanted to go with this I always say in the name of Jesus Demon you have to go. Okay, I don't even say demon you I try not to say demon go in the name of I try to use Jesus first but, Pastor, there's something about the blood I can't shake. And you mentioned it yourself. You have to be under the blood. What does that mean to be under the blood? I mean, is that a physical? Uh, are you, are, do you visualize under the blood of Jesus? What does that mean exactly?
2: Well, I mean, I believe that it means you are a true believer by faith. Not by works, but by faith, so you've trusted in Christ for everlasting life. Again, that gives us the authority to use the name. We have to keep in mind, David, that when we use the name of Jesus, those demons, they hear defeat. They hear that they have already been overcome. They hear that the victory is assured, and they know they're dealing with somebody that understands the true nature of the battlefield. Yeah. They, they 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 understand that they are up against someone who understands that we have authority over them in Christ because of the blood.
0: Mm. Good point. Good point. Can we even say, in the name of Jesus, I stand on the blood of Jesus, demon, you have to go. I'm standing on that blood,
2: right? Yeah, and that's the same thing as you saying, I'm standing on the unshakable promise of salvation through faith and the shed blood of jesus i am standing on that foundation and therefore i have the authority as a child of god to use
0: the name of jesus and you must go yeah absolutely um <clears throat> yeah you know when i was singing the song i don't know if you heard it um nothing but the blood and power in the blood yeah i did when I, thank you when i sing those songs about the blood pastor i I, something takes me over i it's I, I'm humbled yet I feel the power it's just singing about the blood does something you do you get that too that when you're singing about the blood
2: well you understand um, David that just as the the Hebrew people were instructed that the blood of the lamb was a sign to them that's what the path the scripture says it's a sign to well what what sign is it to us? Right. It means that we have been brought into his everlasting kingdom. We have the same power that raised Christ from the dead is at our disposal because it's been delegated by Jesus. Right. Wow.
0: Absolutely. Standing on the blood using his
2: name, demons will be overcome.
0: Oh, amen, brother. I, I want to take some, uh, some hand raising, uh, some questions. Um, if you have a question for samson uh for pastor mike for me if you have a comment um even if you have a prayer request uh i want you to raise your hand and i can't see all the hands being raised so okay uh sunshine you raised your hand go
3: i couldn't find the mute button um just it's only because you asked for prayer requests You know, the ongoing situation with CPS, they're now um, denying me, even the ombudsman that takes complaints against CPS is now denying trying to help me because I told them that I absolutely believe that that CPS is in collusion with child trafficking. They were trying to tell me I was saying sex trafficking and I said no. I said child trafficking and she says, Well, you don't know that. I said, but I do know that. And so the the, the bottom line is they're they're really they're they're now denying my granddaughter to see her daughter daughter. They were they were doing virtual visits. Now they're they're finding excuses not to do that. I'm losing contact with my granddaughter. And so, you know, I just want God to take care of my great granddaughter Alejandra. I, I yeah. would appreciate it if you could pray for her and yeah. for my granddaughter because she's making some serious mistakes as well. Her name is Cynthia. It's just okay. a big mess, and the devil's just trying to keep this child away from God's word and God's protection.
0: Yeah. No okay.
3: And that's why I'm asking you to pray for her, David. And by the way, thank you so much for singing. That was just lovely.
0: Oh, <laughs> thank you, Sunshine. You're the one that called me a, a, a bunch of times, encouraged me, you know. I'm uh, glad you
3: did. It was great. Anyway, if you could just you. add Alejandra and Cynthia and Angela to yeah. your prayers, that would be great. Uh,
0: OK, we're going to put them on the prayer list. We'll be praying for Alejandra and Cynthia. Thank you. Thank Sunshine. you. And
3: by the way, um, DJ Samson. I just hi. I, I, I just wanted to say I really appreciated listening to you this evening. It was lovely. Oh,
0: thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ju- thank you. Julianne, you raised your hand. Julianne, if anybody... Sorry,
4: I was on mute. Um, Bernadette was in front of me.
0: Okay. uh, Okay, well, go ahead, Julianne, and I'll catch Bernadette right after you if it's okay. we got about five minutes.
4: Okay. Um, I just want to give up a really, really good praise report. Uh, You've probably heard me over the past couple of weeks complaining about my 37-and-a-half-year-old son who had a heart attack Mm. um, while playing basketball. I spoke to him on Saturday night. He's got a clean bill of health from the cardiologist. Wow. There is absolutely no proof whatsoever that he ever suffered a heart attack at all.
0: Wow. Um,
4: We were looking at him going in for a triple bypass, and he is clear. Um, I can't praise the Lord enough.
0: Oh, that's awesome, that Julian It's because you are a great warrior for God. God is honoring your prayers. He's honoring the courage that you've had, that you stood up. He's honoring the suffering that you've had to go through. I'm telling you, God is honoring you, and and that's I'm, I'm giving you that right now. So praise Amen. God, Amen. All right, thank you, Julianne. God bless you in Australia. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Bernadette, are you there with us? Bernadette.
5: Yes, I'm here. Can you hear
0: no? me? Yeah, I can hear you, Bernadette. How are you? Uh,
5: I'm doing very well. Um, I wanted, it's interesting, you were talking, uh, I think, about Mary, about her house and what was going on there. Yeah. Uh, we live in a house that we've been in for, um, oh, maybe 11 years now. And we've had problems almost ever since we've been here, but they've gotten very severe over the last couple of years, especially after the pandemic and everything happened. Mm-hmm. And we have a thing in the ceiling in the bathroom upstairs, which is mainly where you know we do most of the living up there because the way the house is formed is really, it's really not great. But the ceiling cracks and then condensation gets on there and mold gets all over the ceiling. hmm. And then water gets in all the light fixtures on that end of the house. It's even happened in other parts of the house, too. And we fixed it. We ripped out part of the ceiling. We redid it. We did the uh, tape, you know, the wall tape, whatever. And then uh, uh, mm-hmm. did all the stuff back over, painted again. And it happens again. And it keeps happening. And nobody can explain it. We've even had mold and mildew in the house. We thought we were going to have to move out. Had We spent thousands of dollars. I feel like we've been ripped off by a lot of people. So we've tried to handle it ourselves now because nobody else seems to can figure it out. And wow. I've my prayer warriors praying. We have bound up things. We've anointed the house inside and out for years now, but very heavily in the past uh, months we've done just, I mean, daily, daily, daily warfare. And I'll you know, be in prayer for like two hours just speaking in tongues. I mean, cause it's nothing else comes out. It's just cause I'm mean, so, strongly just praying against it it's just i don't even know what i'm saying but obviously the holy spirit is saying something
0: yeah yeah bernadette what what, okay i want to talk about this for a second what what area of the country do you live in where's your house Uh, located
5: i live in alabama
0: alabama okay have you investigated the dirt which the house sits on
5: um well i know it's a clay soil it's very very hard
0: i'm talking about the history oh the The history oh the history yeah the no, history I yeah i would highly suggest go to the courthouse and get and go down and give them your address and pull up the history of where are you in a new subdivision or is it an old house
5: uh, it's probably been around for i'm guessing at least 20 years
0: okay well that's that tells you that's a new house they've torn down a lot of old structures and put up these these houses you'll find especially in alabama there's a lot of sin that was committed um for instance i in my book i talk about uh marietta georgia every time i drive through marietta georgia my car would break down i would get cold chills something weird would happen and i found out what happened in marietta georgia it's when the uh it's when the 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 jewish man who owned the pencil company was taken out and hanged because they thought he had uh, raped a little uh i think a 14 year old girl come to find out he didn't so they killed a jew Uh, and he was the, in in other words, it was innocent blood that was shed. Okay. Um, check the history of your soil because you're going to have to go deeper. You're going to have to cast the spirits out of that soil. That's what I'm getting. And I may be wrong, but, but check it out.
5: Okay. Okay. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Um, okay, Okay. okay, Burton, and keep us informed on that too, because I'd really like to know what you find out.
5: Yeah, because we're trying to get out of here. We've trying to been released from this area. And I really believe that the devil knows that God has something planned very yeah uh, strong for us and he wants to keep us here and not let us go. In other words, he would have let us go by now.
0: Well, yeah, well, yeah, but see, you have you have the darkness in play here. And if you deal with that soil, you may be gone in a heartbeat, you know. Okay. So I'm to, I'm just saying, check it out, check out that okay. soil. There's a lot of sin that happens in with our forefathers in history. Okay, okay. Can I I'll do it? that. Right. I'll do
5: that. Thank you very much. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're welcome. God bless you. I'm gonna ask um, uh, Samson and the uh, Pastor Mike. We have about one minute. What say you on demonic portals, Samson? Because you deal with uh, the
1: paranormal. Um, I have definitely. Uh, I I have seen places that are highly attractive to uh, you know dark spirits. Um, yeah. They usually, the true ones, the ones that are, are would, I would consider like to be a portal location or at least a congregation location, they tend, they tend to be uh, on mounds, which ties to, you know, again, Genesis 6, Nephilim, things like that, mm-hmm. um, or they're tied to a suicide. Again, there's something mm. that happens with a, with a suicide. It's a self-sacrifice, right? You're sacrificing yeah. someone to the altar of self, um, okay. which happens to be yourself. And there's something that happens with that that I, I can't fully explain, but it always seems to attract demonic activity. Yeah,
0: Pastor Mike, I want to go back to the Bible. Give me, uh, can you give me a scripture or an incident that backs up demonic portals where demons uh, uh, live? That's uh, a portal they hang out, conjugate, have a party.
2: Well, I'll give you I'll give you an example. Um, by contrast, okay. we're told in a number of different places uh, that God's prophets are transported in the spirit. They're, okay. they're brought from where they are to a place where God wants them to be, whether they're physically there or they were there only in spirit, seeing visions and so on and so forth. On the basis, on that basis, we should understand that that transporting through the dimensions is a reality that um, what God uses, the enemy is going to duplicate. Mm. Not, not in a perfect sense, of course. Yeah, But he's going well, to use that, that same uh, ability in the spiritual realm. We call them portals.
0: Yeah, well, we'll look at uh, the uh, the 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 young man in the tombs uh, that was bashing the guy around, abusing him. Right? Uh, I think the tombs could have been a portal. Demons living in these, not just because they're tombs, but right? He was possessed. Why wouldn't that be a portal? Well, he was certainly yeah.
2: So he was open to that uh, uh, habitation uh, yep. from demons, yeah, the spiritual realm. Yeah,
0: Yep. Yep. yeah good example one, yeah and one of the biggest portals for demons is actually the modern day church <laughs> well sorry. boy there
2: you, there you open so... the can of worms you, you so... cannot
0: end the show on that kind of a statement David. <laughs> i know i'm sorry but i had to do it we're out of time but you know what i'm gonna leave chat open so we can talk about this um Guys, we're out of time, but yes, the modern day church is one of the biggest portals and it's growing in leaps and bounds. My guests, Samson, uh, Pastor Spalding, and you, I want to thank you guys. Stay on. We're going to leave chat open. If you'll uh, just respect the time, we have to end at nine. Thank you, Helba, for emceeing and watching over it. Appreciate it. It's not a time for preaching. It's not a time for promoting necessarily. It's a time for fellowship and uh and talking to one another and just as much listening as it is talking sometimes and i have this problem I, I i need to listen more than i talk i learn more when i listen actually all right listen i love you guys i appreciate you all and i'll see you next week remember you never really lived till you found someone worth dying for jesus christ love you guys
3: My day, the couple-